All right, guys, I am back. Uh, if you're wondering where I was, uh, I was sick. <laughs> um, I had all the plans, all the well-laid plans of mice and men to record an episode this last Saturday, about six days ago. And uh, COVID said, uh, fuck your feelings. <laughs> Fuck your feelings, fuck your plans, uh, fuck your life. Um, And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I was sort of hanging out, taking it easy. And then like all of a sudden, like my throat started hurting. And I was like, word, that's different. Um, And then next thing you know, I just was like sweating. Then I had fever. Um, And then I lost my sense of smell, which has been interesting because for like two days, I was thinking, wow, like my deodorant is working really well because I smell amazing. And then um, I was talking to one of my friends who'd had it and she said, have you lost your sense of smell? And I was like, I don't think so. She was like, go get a bottle of perfume and spray yourself. And I, I literally sprayed my perfume like directly on my shirt nothing i sprayed it in my face which i would not recommend you do that <laughs> it's incredibly dumb um nothing uh, it was like i was misting my face with water um yeah so <laughs> um so all of that happened and um it's not been a week yet i i'm still a bit on the mend but i just uh I'm tired of laying around all day, so I figured I'd I'd hit the hit the podcast. I will tell you that, like I said, my symptoms have been relatively mild, um, and I and it's because of horse paste. Oh. <laughs> okay, let me backtrack. I, there was an episode that I did. Um, I think it was called like random random observations, and then like I start that episode. I took it off the YouTube um, just because I just didn't want to deal with the bullshit but I start the episode talking about like just what was going on around us and then I like towards the end I talked to people I you know mentioned on the on the episode what I intended to do um and ways that I've sort of read about to treat this thing and uh and I mentioned ivermectin and uh a couple of people uh proceeded to tell me that it was horse paste and that it was for animals um first of all uh, no, the fuck it is. <laughs> it is not horse paste. Is there a horse version? Yes. Do they test medication on animals that people use on a daily basis? Yes. Um, they test their shampoos on animals. Uh, is there a human version? Yes. And on that episode, I, I even you know I put it in the description. If you like, ask your doctor for a prescription so a prescription would not be available if it did not come in you know something that could be consumed by human beings there's a fucked up part the news knows this like if you just hit up google no fuck google you go on DuckDuckGo and search enough you'll find that this medication has been used for like 40 years they know the side effects they 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 know that it has some antiparasitic effects um and that it has been found to lessen and mitigate the symptoms 
of this thing, of a viral infection, period. And it is being used in other countries, like I said in that other episode, um, as well. And it's not the horse version that's being used. It is the medication that is available with a prescription and comes in pills form, right? So the ones that I have and I took were these tiny, 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 they look like little tiny beads and they kind of just fall apart in your mouth. Um, And I also mentioned in that episode, there's a COVID protocol. Um, You can find the episode. I'm not going to like rehash everything. Just jump towards the end. Um, The episode is called, I think, like random observations or something like that. Um, If it's not painfully apparent to you at this point that motherfuckers are just straight up like lying to people, just shitting on the truth, playing fast and loose with the truth and that literally you cannot trust anything anymore i'm not saying trust me fuck it don't fucking trust me all right <laughs> like don't um but don't trust them either uh they've even turned the idea like you know you people used to say you just do your own research apparently that's like a fucking joke now like i'm seeing um on social media people making fun of people who say they do their own research why is that fucking funny so reading is funny now or like challenging mainstream narratives when these people have been proven to lie over and over again that's hilarious thinking for yourself ha 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 you're a fucking idiot because you don't just believe everything that you've been told what is going on is 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 straight up just a psyops like i don't even think psyops is a strong enough word it's insane um it's insane um and and (laughs) you either you see it or you don't if you don't see it i doubt you to listen this far if you do see it you know just keep your head up uh i had a conversation with a friend of mine actually a couple friends of mine um, around the same topic, one of my friends being my, my cousin. Um, and we, we kind of talk about this stuff all the time. It's like, if you see things happening and do you try to, <laughs> we were having a conversation yesterday about, uh, heroes versus villain. And he just, he decided that him and I are now nemesis because apparently I'm a villain, <laughs> um, which is fine. And he's a hero. And I said, I don't know if you want to be the hero because the hero literally has no freedoms, which is what we're going to be talking about in this episode, by the way. We're going to talk around it. Um, The hero has less freedom than a villain. Um, I've been playing with this idea for a while. Um, I'm not saying that I want people to be villains. I want you guys to just sort of think outside the box um, and, and think about what it means really to be free. Um, what it means really to, to have anarchy, the definition of anarchy, you know, when I say anarchy, what most people think about is like glass on the streets, broken windows, fires, you know, like that shit. But once again, that idea is something that you're, they're programming the masses with. Anarchy means without leadership and meaning without archy is leaders without leaders and what they want people to think is that a world without rulers would be that world where there's fire on the streets and shit like that but right now 
I'm living in a state without any rulers. I'm I'm at home minding my own goddamn business. <laughs> and my house is not, you know, in a state of disarray. I, I, I managed to rule myself fine without uh, uh, some elected or selected individual telling me when to brush my goddamn teeth and use the bathroom, right? We We rule ourselves fine. When you go to the grocery store, right, and... You know, everybody forms in a line. We all kind of know not to cut in front of other people. We rule ourselves, right? If somebody just decides to be a wise guy and head to the front of the line while everybody else is queuing, uh, the rest of the people in the line will say, hey, you need to get your ass back in that line, right? We don't need the police to get involved unless the person obviously uh, starts acting violently. Uh, but that doesn't typically happen, so... We, we can rule ourselves. If you're at a stop sign, you know what I mean? Four people, you know, arrive at the same time. People know what the fuck to do. Like, they want you to think that without them, we are animals. Without civilizations, we are animals. There's a book. I've read several books during my uh, COVID-mandated vacation. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and I'm going to give you the list right now. Civilized to death. Every time I open my goddamn Audible, uh, shit cuts off. Um, the first book that I read is Civilized to Death. If you have not read it, um, it's by Christopher Ryan. I, I would implore you, I would beg you, like, I would beg you to read it. It's an amazing book. Um... Because it takes everything that we have been taught as far as like what we think of as progress, right? Like the way we live, we seem to think that, oh, well, we should be grateful for, you know, science and technology for getting us where we are now, right? Um, And the author takes that idea and just like, just like defecates on it, just like, just rips it to shreds. And he's just, I I can't do it justice. He's a brilliant writer. Um, but he basically says, like, first of all, all of the problems that society is sort of um, the technology, I should say, is being touted as uh, solving are the same problems that tech, that technology and society, the civilization caused in the first place. So viruses, for example, the reason why we get sick is because of domestication of animals that we had no business like fucking around with, right? So mankind before the development of agriculture just sort of hunted and gathered, right? Uh, It was, you know, women had more rights, for example. Um, Because, I mean, there was no real need to really dominate anybody, right? You lived off the land, whatever nature provided was what you consumed and as a result you know the feminine was venerated so even when you look through history you'll see like recurring themes of you know the sacred feminine our modern um anthropologists look at that and they call all of these goddesses fertility goddesses because god forbid women want something more than just to have fucking children like <laughs> I, I i i anyway i'm just gonna leave that alone um, that actually has been, is now in the present being challenged that all of these goddesses 
weren't all fertility fucking goddesses. Like they're just, it's just, just a, a bastardization and a total, uh, complete. I mean, it seems intentional misunderstanding of the purpose. I should say even just rewriting of history of the purpose that these goddesses served or who these women were before they even became goddesses. There's a lot that has gotten sort of lost um, in time um, or just intentionally reinterpreted in a way that, that serves a particular narrative. Um, but he, he uh, Christopher Ryan, in the book, just like if you don't end up looking at your life and everything in it, and like being like, yeah, I knew shit was not okay, and now I know why. You know, even like the, the idea of war, right? The fact that just everything that's fucking wrong with society, and the fact that we're 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 programmed to believe, oh, we're so fucking civilized. In that mindset, in itself, is racist as fuck, because it's saying that people who live with nature right? Who live naturally, who aren't getting up in the morning and fucking killing themselves, right? Working nine hours, you know, a day or whatever, sitting in traffic for two hours of their life, just sitting in a fucking car, right? Those people who who are not living in that way, somehow we're better than them because we're living this like cycle of just like, oh, hey, let's see if we can consume as much shit as possible that we don't need. So our food's fucking killing us. Because even the foods that we eat aren't fresh. They pick this shit while it's still like raw. And then they spray it with chemicals so that it ripens or it should, it pairs ripe when it's sitting nice and pretty in the shelves. That is what we gave up. We gave up the, the taste of fresh fruits with all the vitamins that your body needs. And we gave all that shit up so that we can have iPhones and television, I guess. <laughs> I, just, I don't fucking know. I don't know what the trade-off is. Um, but yes, yeah, so, you know, what is the argument to that? So people will say, well, you know, like you, you've got, you know, medical care now. Okay, cool. Thanks for, you know... What is it? What was the last time they cured anything? I guess antibiotics, um, which came from uh, mold uh, on on a plant. So that wasn't necessarily like science um, in the sense. Uh, it was like an accident. They just kind of stumbled across it. And that's okay. Not shitting on antibiotics, clearly. Um, but it's not to say that shamans and, you know, other healers in more natural cultures don't have their own sort of medicine that would, I would argue, even rival ours. So throughout this like week that I've been, you know, dealing with this whole thing, um, aside from the ivermectin, uh, <laughs> I've been taking grapefruit seed extract, which is just an extract from a grapefruit, natural. Uh, turmeric, which obviously is turmeric, right? This is spice. Um, white willow bark extract. It was what Hippocrates suggested as a pain reliever, reliever thousands of years ago. Taking that. 
I never once took Tylenol. My fever came down. Um, I never once took my, what is it, Motrin, none of that. I took, I took the ivermectin and only just because, hey, I got it. Might as well try it. You never know. Um, the grapefruit seed extract, and even as I've been blowing my nose or, you know, coughing, everything that have, has been coming out of my mouth or my nose, TMI, has been completely clear. Completely clear. I'm like crystal clear. I Trust me, I've been checking. So that's from the grapefruit seed extract, just killing all that stuff. Didn't have to take antibiotics. Not once. Okay? Um, the turmeric and the white willow bark, the curcumin, things like that, that's for inflammation. You want to keep inflammation at bay. Um, I, I <laughs> Yeah, that, that has been remarkable. I, I don't think that there's anything like remotely inflamed about my body. I've taken so much turmeric. Um, obviously, I followed the RDA on the uh, on the medication label. So, and I'm not a medical doctor, so obviously, take everything that I'm saying right now with a grain of salt. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just this is anecdotal. I'm just sharing my journey. Okay. Um, what else did I take? Uh, cordyceps, turkey tail, um, wormwood. These are all plants. These are all plants. And um, less than a week, and I'm, you know, my voice isn't as strong as I want it to be, but no fever. I did lose some weight. <laughs> I look fabulous. I got like this nice ab thing going. Like, yeah, I might, I might actually start doing some crunches. I'm liking that. Start doing some curls next week. Um, so that's been nice. But I wonder if it was all, you know, the the turmeric. Because I'm telling you, that gets stuff moving. And I'm not going to say anything beyond that. But holy shit. Um, my system is clear. Uh, <laughs> that That's what I took. Um, now, if I were in a natural culture, I would imagine that a, a, a medicine woman or a healer probably would have recommended more or less the same thing. You know, I took ashwagandha. That's Ayurvedic. That's more just to help myself sleep. Because um, I was like, you know, everybody was talking about, you know, they had like no energy. I could not go the fuck to sleep. Like, <laughs> I was like reading books while laying in bed, just wide awake. Um, the, the only things that I had really was just like the headaches and the body aches and like my throat was sore. That was it. And of course, a mild fever. Um, that was that was basically it. But that, that was, it's all natural. So, you know, there was that. Um, a lot of the things that modern medicine cures is also, or at least attempts to cure. I don't think they cure anything. I mean, at this point in time, you can't say that there's a cure for anything. They, they haven't, they haven't cured cancer. They haven't cured the common fucking cold. I mean, let's be fair. Let's be honest. SARS-CoV-2 is basically the common cold. And that's that's a, the common cold is a crown virus. That that's what it is. Um, but obviously, like hyped up because the shit came from a lab, um, which is not a conspiracy theory anymore. They straight up said the shit, and it did feel man-made. Like it felt unnatural. I, I absolutely. This is not a conspiracy theory. I don't wish this on anybody. It did not feel like. I mean, I don't typically get sick. This was fucking weird. 
um it did not feel like my like my body like you know instinctively you're just like what the hell this is not right that that's how i felt like this is not normal this isn't right um so civilized to death uh he does a better job of sort of explaining and breaking things down um as far as like just just the origins of of you know the term even civilized right and the whole bullshit label of the noble savage you know where that came from apparently when um the europeans arrived to the to the states and they integrated with the indigenous people here a lot of the people did not want to leave the culture of the indigenous people like a lot of the children they they preferred to leave to live like the native americans so much so that i don't remember who the guy was um he was a fucking asshole and a racist he came up with the term noble savage in a, a in attempts to sort of denigrate the culture of native americans to basically make living amongst them because they were losing a lot of people to their culture um there's another writer i can't think of his name right now but he wrote about this as well um uh what is his name ah uh, dang it let's see hold on um let's see if i can find it but he wrote about this as well um the uh mitch horowitz i believe the book was the sick the secret history of america i'd recommend that um but a lot of that was happening uh where Europeans were aban- abandoning Western culture, this whole sort of like greed and, you know, essentially like consumerism that drives the barbaric nature, really, that pulls out the barbaric nature of mankind. Um, we are taught to sort of believe that the way we live now, right, is normal and healthy, but it's not. It's a corruption of how we're supposed to be living. And we are living in a in a system that's perpetually attempting to program us with the idea that this way that we live is the right way by denigrating other cultures, by, by saying, you know, fear them, right? Fear that, right? That fear living like that, fear living off the land. What's, lo- what's wrong with living off the land? Are, are are you happy? <laughs> Is anybody fucking happy? No one's fucking happy. I, I, I think that... I think people find their happiness where they can. But if you sit and ask people, and you, you, ask, you expect them to be honest, so you ask honest people, are you happy with your fucking life? With, with this living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, this kind of like life most people if they're being honest would say no and i think that's leading itself to this sort of sense of like existential nihilism that's like really coming to a a head right where we're looking around and we're seeing shit happening we're inching towards midnight and nobody gives a shit it's like the collective is a little suicidal (laughs) I'm laughing. It's not funny. I just laugh at inappropriate things. Um, the collective is like ready for this shit to be over because no, nobody nobody likes this shit. And the reason why I'm recommending 
Civilized to Death by Christopher Ryan is because it's a different perspective to say that, look, this has always been an issue. It, it's not us. It's this way of life that has been imposed on us. That has always been an issue. Can you live differently? Short answer, yes. I had a random thought pop into my head. <laughs> I'm going to go on. Trust it's in trust. Um, I'm just going to go. I'm going with the flow. I had a random thought pop into my head uh, the other day. It was like, Joe, you're so intelligent and striking and talented. All right. And well-spoken, articulate, all that other good writer. You're blessed with all these talents. Imagine... You have all of these gifts and nothing comes out of your life. Like you do nothing with your life. How would that make you feel? Imagine all of this and you still fail. All of these gifts and you still fail. How would you feel about that? Now you know that is that shitty voice in your head that just be saying shit just to like fuck up your day. <laughs> and the way I realized that I've changed a lot um, is that when I heard this thought, uh, I believe they're called like invasive thoughts or something like that. I laughed because I thought it was fucking funny. And the reason why I laughed is because I'm not writing this goddamn story. <laughs> like, none of us are. And I've long come to terms with that. And I, I kind of dance around the issue. You know, sometimes I speak about it directly, about free will being an illusion. <clears throat> Excuse me about determinism being like a thing um that all everything that happens is determined i mean you might have some free will and i think the analogy that i used is one that i borrowed from somebody whose name i don't remember is you've got the same freedom that a violin has to move around its case so every once in a while there you know even 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 predetermined um the behaviors of like uh, atoms and uh, subatomic particles will randomly move like in a chaotic way. And you could argue that that's where you could say that, you know, some free will happens. But overall, the fact that that happens consistently just says that that, that little movement of chaos is also programmed in. So that you feel like, you're <laughs> like you have some free will, but it, it's not. You know, it's like it's like a dog in the house and you have a little doggy door. So it feels like it's got the freedom. Look, I can go out and in whenever I want. OK, cool. But like you're still, you know, like you're still a dog. Uh, <laughs> there has been an immense amount of freedom and peace that it comes with accepting that. And a lot of people keep fighting. I don't know. Just accept it. Like you're, you're everything that you're experiencing now is caused by events that happened before you were even like born. It's just cause. It's just a series of cause and effect. If you can't change the past, then you can't change the present. If you can't change the present, you can't really change the future. All right. Unless you try to live super consciously, but even that. limited it's limited 
So this thought came into my head. You have all these talents and imagine you still fail. And of course I laughed. Why? If I fail, uh, I'm not in fucking control here, clearly. So if I fail, it has nothing to do with me. If somebody, whoever it is that created me, yeah, or wrote the story to my life or decided to create me the way that I am and design me the way that I am and bless me with all these talents and somehow they fail to create the right circumstances for me to be able to succeed, that sounds a lot like not my fucking problem. Like I've done, <laughs> I've done everything that I needed to do that was within my power, right? I, you know, except for when I'm not feeling well, obviously, I, I've been, I, I do my, my podcast, uh, you know, I write, I do the TikToks now, I'm, I paint, I haven't been able to paint the last week, it's annoying as fuck, but I'll get back to that. I'm, it's not like I'm just sitting on my ass, right, and not doing anything. And the same goes to you, by the way, like, apply the same ideology, idea to you. If you're doing everything in your power and and you still don't achieve a quote modicum of quote success, and I'm saying that with air quotes, um, it's not your fucking problem. Like just it just it's not. Right? If it's meant to be, it'll be. And once again, like how who is defining success? Every time I finish a painting, I consider that a fucking success. You know why? I have ADHD, bro. Like, do you know how hard it is to just get downstairs and focus on a painting every single day for like a month? That's success. All right? If, if nobody beyond, you know, you guys listening to me ends up knowing who I am, I don't give a shit. If the whole entire world ends up knowing who I am, I don't give a shit. Uh, because at the end of the day, like, who cares? Okay, so let's say Bob Ross. Bob Ross, some would consider him a success, right? And up until, what, this month, like, when you said Bob Ross, it was like, oh, cool, it was that guy that painted, he was cool, all right? Great, he's dead. Like, it doesn't matter (laughs) to him if you know his name or not. He's dead, yeah? Um, So when I'm dead, I don't give a fuck if people know who I am, because I'll be dead, and like reincarnated into some god knows what like hopefully a whale <laughs> i don't fucking know or a wizard in a parallel universe um i like that too um so it wouldn't really fucking matter it doesn't matter i don't care you know i i'm doing what i'm what i'm supposed to do how i'm supposed to do it and that's all that matters same with you you define, and I know this sounds so fucking cliche, but it's true. You define, you are not a slave, you're a master of your own life. So you define what success means to you. You really got to start challenging these ideologies that have been clamped in our brains to get us thinking about things and in ways that don't benefit us. There, there are cave paintings that are remembered today. But the artists are forgotten. Does it matter? I'm just doing my part to contribute something. And not to the entire world, but to the people who will come across my stuff and 
it just brightens up their day just a little bit. Seneca, the younger, one of the most brilliant minds, I think, to ever exist on this, in this plane, in this reality. If you say, say his name to, you know, an average person, they would not know who the fuck he was. He wrote letters from a stoic, mind-changing stuff, life-changing stuff. He was a great man. He was an advisor to some Roman ruler. I think it was Nero. That motherfucker had him had him killed. Fucking idiots. Through throughout history, it's always the dumbest fucktards that, that end up ruling. Ruling. Most brutal. It's never intelligent people. It's because intelligent people overthink shit. <laughs> and they don't want to rule and dominate other people because they're intelligent and they go like who am i what gives me the right to rule over another person i'm just a regular person like them it's always the brutes with the overinflated egos that come through and start trying to tell other people how to live their fucking lives fuck you anyway nero had him killed but his words, his words stayed for 2,000 years somehow. You can get them now, you can read them now. And they can change your life, even if just a little bit. Are you going to be able to get seven bit? Well, let me backtrack. Would the world be a better place if seven billion people were made to read his works, letters from a stoic? Absolutely. Is that going to happen? Absolutely not. Right? <laughs> You're just, it's not, unless you decide you want to be a fucking tyrant and, and you want to find a way to dominate every single person on this planet, which there are some individuals who are at the moment trying to do that, which is madness. But of course, once again, it's always the mad ones who. feel like it's it's their it's their like they're they're the heroes this is why i have an issue with heroes they're fucking dangerous the ego that you have to have to think that you can save the world in order for you to save the world you would have to force people to behave in a way that they may not want to behave. You would have to essentially impose your will on other people. That is literally every single person that has caused great levels of genocide and suffering on this plane, on this existence, in this reality, have been assholes who, with overinflated egos, who thought that it was up to them to save the world let people live their fucking lives that's not gonna happen right so <laughs> um yeah if 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 seven billion people read letters from a stoic every day the world would be a better place but but they won't 
and that's okay. I don't know if the world is the problem. I think it's, we keep getting, the reason why our, I think I posted a video, so my second to the last video on my TikTok, where I said, if you pause and examine life, you realize that we keep thinking that there's some sort of dystopia ahead, like in the future, that we need to take steps to avoid right now, without really recognizing or acknowledging the fact that literally every moment in history is a fucking dystopia. I said it before, I just like saying it. Because uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. We're in a dystopia right now. It's not something to be sort of like avoided in the future. We're in it now. You gotta kind of wake your yourself up from that. And I think the question people need to be asking themselves is, am I doing anything right now to prevent things from getting worse and if your answer is no that's okay <laughs> you thought i was gonna say oh no like you should go i i have no right to tell you how to live your goddamn life dude live your life now if you are the kind of person that is actively going out of your way because you want to believe in something so much because you believe in something so strongly that you're willing to and you're advocating the violations of other people's rights, particularly what they should be doing with their bodies. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> We're all prisoners here, bro. Like, we're all inmates here. And the problem is, inmates, just, they're just, there are other inmates that are dressed up as, as prison guards. And then we're just sort of like going along with what the fuck they're saying. Yo, you're, you're, you're just, you have no authority. You're just wearing a fancy coat, bro. Like, question everything. Speaking of experiments. Hey, remember that? I think it was a Milgram experiment where they said that they went to, like, prison. And they took all these college students. And they had, like... Wait, hold on. I think it's two different experiments I'm thinking of. But there was this one experiment where they said that, like, human beings would just keep shocking people. Because an authority figure told them to keep shocking them. Like, shocking a person. Remember they taught you that? They certainly taught me that in my psych classes. Uh, turn, turns out that's all fucking bullshit. I think of like the 24 cases that, uh, that, that, that that happened. It was only like one case, right? It was just like one subsection of people that did that. And that was what they chose to focus on. In order to use that an example, as an example to say that human beings will just follow authority. Um, is a lie. That's a lie. Everything that we have been told is a fucking lie. So let me say that again. That experiment where we were told that if you give people like a shocker thing and you tell them to hurt other people, they will just shock a person almost to death. 
uh, simply because an authority figure told them to. Turns out that's not true. It wasn't true. It was a lie. It was a lie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just found that out and I was annoyed also. Um, and also the prison experiment as well. Uh, that was also not true. Like it was mis... First of all, it was not like, um, repeatable. And two, they just focused on the negative, like on the small instances where people did behave like that, where they, you know, abused other inmates who were, uh, dressed as prison prisoners. Um, so the prison guards allegedly abused the prisoners. Um, turns out that didn't quite happen either. It was like a small group of people that behaved that way. And that's what they chose to focus on in order to prove their point. And that is what we're taught in school. That is what we're taught in college. And that's what we're, is used to sort of support this idea that without rulership, right, a system of anarchy would be essentially human beings just brutalizing each other. You will find information in Civilized to Death by Christopher Ryan. Read it. I beg you. The other book I read this week so far uh, was Notes from the Underground by Fyodor Dostoevsky. I like saying his name, Dostoevsky. Um, dude, it's dark and I love it. I love it. Um, it's one of his shortest books. <laughs> um I, I was going to maybe try to tackle crime and punishment, but ain't nobody got time for that. Um, I would recommend that you read that, though, especially like even if you just read the first half. I think you'll enjoy it. I want to read something to you. It's, it's all it's all about civilization and morality today. So I'm going to read something to you. Yeah, take deep breaths sometimes. This is from Notes from the Underground. Reason is an excellent thing. There's no disputing that. But reason is nothing but reason. And it satisfies only the rational side of man's nature. So say that again. Reason satisfies only the rational side of man's nature. Obviously, man has more than one side, right? While will is a manifestation of the whole life, of the whole human life, including both reason and impulses. Okay, so he's saying that will trumps reason. Will is a conglomeration of both reason and impulses together. Okay. We live in a society that has elevated reason above all else, right? So we have scientists that say, you know, trust the science, right? This, let's do everything that's reasonable. Do the right thing. Follow the law, right? And these are the rules. And it's all about, like, what makes sense, whatever that means, yeah? And what he's saying here is that there's more to man's nature than that side, right? That rational, logical side, that civilized side okay and that needs to be addressed and when you ignore the impulsive side of man 
you have problems. You cause problems, okay? Now, let's go on. Here, I quite naturally want to live in order to satisfy all of my capacities for life and not simply my capacity for reasoning, which is just one twentieth of my capacity for life. So once again, he's saying, I am more than just my ability to reason, right? He's speaking to the dual nature of mankind. I'm going to delve into that a little bit more. He said, what does reason know? Reason only knows what it has succeeded in learning and some things it will never learn. So this is a poor comfort. This is true, right? Say that again. What does reason know? Reason only knows what it has succeeded in learning and some things it will never learn, right? So the basis of, of our society right now is we trust those who know things knowledge like they've read it somewhere and if i if i say something to you and you go well how do you know this and i say intuitively i feel this most people will dis discard what i have to say because it's not something that i reasoned it's something that i intuned and we don't value intuition in the society which is stupid because intuition is actually <laughs> is actually a deeper, more potent source of information than head knowledge. I, I can't tell you how many times I've just in intuitively known to do something and it ended up working out, even though it challenged what I knew at the time. Intuition just works faster. That's just one of the few things that composes and comprises a man. Intuition reason, right? Knowledge. Um, but there's also the unconscious and then the subconscious as well. But we live in a society that elevates reasoning, that elevates knowledge. And disregards everything else and makes a man a man, a woman a woman. When I say man, I mean mankind. Okay, So women obviously included in that as well. I'll go on. Human nature is a whole and everything in it must be considered, both the conscious and the unconscious, as I just said. Now, you may tell me, I'm reading on, that the man of the future will not consciously desire anything disadvantageous to himself. So what he's saying here is that we think that as we continue to progress, right, and become more civilized, in quotes, yeah? Eventually, we will be able to remove anything that is disadvantageous about being a human being, right? Remove all our impulses, remove our, what they call our, our reptilian mind, right? Our, our instinctive behavior, rage, right? Passion, love, anger. Their scientists are working towards a way of making mankind more reasonable, more civilized, more controlled. That's what that's what we're we're that's what they want us to be, right? Because the more controlled you are, the more civilized you are, right? You you walk a certain way, you speak a certain way, you dress a certain way. It's like you your man man is an, is a, is a a dual animal, right? It's it's a god and a beast. I I have this uh video that I wanted to to film for TikTok, and I said, man is a titan, 
chained to a beast. Yeah? But there's a book, another book I read. I know you guys like getting the books, so I just want to pause and share that with you. Um, it's called Denial of Death. Very interesting. I don't agree with everything the author has to say, um, but it's worth a, worth a listen, worth a read. Um, the author basically says, like, mankind is, uh, we're animals. That's what he says. I don't agree. Um, because once again, he's doing the thing where he's, like, ignoring the non-corporal nature of man, spiritual nature of man, right? But he's, that author, I forget the, the author's name, doesn't matter. Denial of Death is the only one. There's a big skull on the on the, on the the cover. But he's doing what he's essentially accusing people of not doing, I guess, which is essentially like he, he's not, he's failing to acknowledge or he's just ignoring the fact that there's more to humanity than our animal nature. I mean, if we're, if we're mere animals, then why are we the only animals that intentionally cloaks itself, clothes itself? And there's something else going on. We're dual in nature. Um, but he does what he does say, and he, he has uh, some thinkers to support his argument, is that humanity, mankind, is also sort of weirdly disgusted with the animal nature of itself. And it is our scientists are taking our taking steps to rid ourselves of this sort of animal nature, right? To become, to make us more tame, more civilized, more refined, which is crazy, right? Why would a beast seek to tame itself, right? Unless it's something more than that. And you don't see a dog saying like, oh man, like I, I gotta like, I don't know, I gotta like walk myself <laughs> with this leash kind of thing, right? Like unless the dog is disturbed, which is what I'm arguing. <laughs> but we carry on back to Dostoevsky. Um, so back to the quote for now. Now you may tell me that the man of the future will not consciously desire anything disadvantageous to himself. All right, so that's the idea that we hope that in the future, right? In the perfect world that we're heading towards, right? The future is a utopia. <laughs> um, I laugh. Um, we hope to be so civilized that we will no longer behave in bestial, animalistic ways, right? No more anger, right? We will be tamed, easy to control. That is what our scientists are moving towards. They say that we are to be civilized and they will find ways. You know, maybe Neuralink's medication to remove those aspects of ourselves shit's unhealthy um but there is one case when man may consciously purposely desire what seems irrational perhaps what may be considered stupid simply in order to have the right to desire for himself even what is irrational to have the freedom not to be bound by an obligation to desire only what is sensible. I'm going to say the last part again. To have the freedom not to be bound by an obligation to desire only what is sensible. Do you ever like meet a person 
where like they have their whole entire lives like perfectly neat and controlled. They do the right things, they say the right things. They've got a good position, you know, job. Everything seems like their 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 life is perfect. Their everything just seems like they wow, they're really you know, on top of their shit. These are rational, logical individuals. And then they just do some shit to blow their fucking lives up. And then you're just like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you do that? That is what Dostoevsky is talking about here. When you control people, yourself included, when you have so many fucking rules that are meant to control people, yourself included, eventually, just so, and, 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 and I'm going to say that 99% of people when they do this aren't even aware of why they're doing this. It's that, remember I mentioned that moment of chaos that I said it's just like the freedom, the freedom that a violin has to move in its case. Unfortunately, that moment of freedom where a person goes, you know what, I, I even if my freedom that I am attempting to exercise is the freedom to destroy everything. At least I, I did it. Which I'm not saying that that's what you should be doing. I'm saying I'm, I'm bringing this shit to your attention so that it doesn't rule your life. If you're so fucking controlled, if you're living a life that literally you just feel like I've got to do all of the right things, I got to be a success, I got to wake up in the morning, I got to, you know, like that, like you're that fucking controlled. There is a certain aspect of yourself, right? Like you're, while you're aspiring to be a God, right? To, to live like, to be as perfect as possible, which by definition is you're aspiring for a Godhood. There's, you're still in a beast and you are suppressing that beast. And if you keep that thing suppressed eventually it will lash out at the least opportune time and cause you to behave in the most irrational way at the worst possible time there's a thinker gurdjieff and another pb uspensky pd uspensky i always bring them up Uh, they talk about the many eyes of man and I think in a couple episodes past, I also mentioned uh, uh, a relatively re- recent writing, I think by book by the uh, author is Jeff Hawkins. It's about the, I think it's called A Thousand Brains or something. He basically says the same thing that these philosophers had said like decades ago, that man is comprised of more than one entity. All right, they're all saying the same thing. We're not singular entities. Okay. You you can aspire to be perfect all you want to, um, and you can aspire to be civilized all you want to, but eventually you see people snap. You see people who, like, <laughs> who just kind of want to see the world burn. They want chaos. Because the more we keep living like this, controlled, right? You can't say that. Isn't that the thing? That's what's hot in the streets now today, yeah? Right? Everything. We're getting more and more controlled. You can't say that. I can't. I I, I was going to start this episode talking about how uh, 
this whole weekend, my back felt like I was being stabbed by a bunch of midgets. And I didn't say it because I was like, well, that's not politically incorrect. Although, when I was thinking midgets, I wasn't thinking like little people. I literally was thinking like tiny, like goblins with swords because that would make sense. I mean, little people are just like small, like they're just dwarves, right? They're just small people. In order for that analogy to have applied to them, I would have to have been like 16 feet tall at least. I just didn't know how else to express that. I felt like I was being stabbed by tiny, aggressive, like creatures and midgets seemed to fit. But I know I can't say that, right? Can't say midgets um, because it's offensive to little people. Even if I didn't mean it and I'm not like I I don't I I like the word I like the way it's <laughs> I like the way it sounds um and I'm not in my head I don't want to use it in terms like to apply to a little person um I just like the word and I I in my mind I've created like tiny goblins and I want to call them midgets but I can't right because I would get canceled so I didn't. Uh, I also was talk. I was also gonna talk about why we do retarded things, but then I I didn't I didn't want to use the word retarded, uh, because that's an offensive word, even though I didn't mean it. I don't mean it, like against people with special needs. I mean retarded like when you're very capable but then you just do retarded shit which I do all the time right but I couldn't say it because then I would get canceled right so we throw a whole entire person away because people can't take a fucking joke uh <laughs> I'm laughing. I think it's funny. Listen. The hypocrisy of it all is ridiculous to me. Um, I mentioned Bob Ross earlier when I said you can live your whole life and die and your whole legacy might be remembered, but you can't control what people say about you. And sure enough, I think about a month ago, if you would mention Bob Ross, you know, it would have just been the guy that does a painting and he says, look at the pretty trees. And he, you know, that was cool. Now there's some weird Netflix, uh, special talking about Bob Ross greed and whatever the fuck. And it's like, yo, can leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> right. And, and I'm not going to watch it because fuck whoever put that together. Like you, you, it's titled in a way to essentially like bait you to click, right? This this character that we, you know, have seen, like this sort of like a he seems like a very perfect, very sweet guy with his afro and is really nice. But then you put it in the title, ooh, a tale of greed and vengeance or something like that. 
And yes, it's, it's, it's meant to trigger like an emotional response where you click it and then watch how this person was imperfect. I know he was fucking imperfect. Why? Because he's a fucking human being. And I don't know about you, but I've never met a perfect person in my whole entire fucking life. So that just goes without saying, do we really need this? Is this something, (laughs) right? And then I saw a TikTok where this girl was like, this is why I have no heroes. You know, I used to look up to Bob Ross and I found out he cheated on his wife. Mind your own fucking business, <laughs> right? Like, are you in his? Were you in a situation? What does that have to do with his art? So you admired a person until you found out that they were a human being, right? And that they made mistakes. It's not like he like hurt children, right? Or like ate people. I mean, I can understand that. That is, that's fair, but. He did what, I'm sorry, like, let's be, let's be real. A lot of people do in relationships because monogamy is not healthy or fucking normal. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not. That's a whole nother podcast. He messed up. Do you villainize an entire human being because they were human? Are you perfect? Have you ever not, you've never made a mistake. Why are we doing this? What, 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 why is this thing, why is this happening? <laughs> why are we, I, I know I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again because shit's fucking weird. Why are we becoming judgmental assholes? I don't give a shit if he cheated on his wife. I don't care. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I have no fucking right to judge anybody. I was listening to Schopenhauer last night. In case you want the title. The title is... Here we go. Where is it? The Wisdom of Life. Counsels and Maxims by author Schopenhauer. I hadn't listened to him in a while. And I needed to fall asleep. So sometimes when I can't sleep, I will listen to an audiobook. But then I actually couldn't sleep because I was actually listening <laughs> to what he was saying, so I'd turn it off. Um, and sometimes I'll actually just play an audiobook while I'm sleeping because I want to absorb the information as I sleep. I'm a weird cat. Um, he said life is suffering. Existence is suffering. Which is true. I mean, it's true. (laughs) And I don't know if I have the right. I can't speak for other people. Look, if if you are so much better than everybody else that you can judge, right? You're just just living this life that's just like greater, right? Than everybody else. So then you have the right to judge, judge away. But me, like, I don't know if I have the right to judge other people for finding different ways to deal with their pain. A person who, from what I've seen, it's not like he was like a sex maniac, right? This dude was in a relationship and then he like cheated on his wife. 
But clearly, to behave in that way, he was in some sort of pain. And, and a lot of the mistakes that humans make, a lot of the actions that humans take, are twofold. One, largely our unconscious drives to stop pain. And two, largely our subconscious exercises of will just to say, you know what, like, fuck it. Like, I at least, I, I, I can't live like this. I, I, I can't, I, there's so many rules. It's too, too much. I, I, I just want to do this thing. And fuck the judgment. Hello? <laughs> I, I, who am I to judge? Someone's. path to find temporary reprieve from pain that is life people keep telling me I'm dark <laughs> yeah I am I, I, I am physically dark as well um, so what I mean I, I smile and I'm bubbly and I, and I tell jokes um Life is dark. <laughs> uh, hello? Are you paying attention to like everything? Life is dark. I have the right to be dark. I have the right to be imperfect. I have the right to be what I am, which is a dual creature. I am not a god. I'm not perfect. Sometimes... I don't want to be in control of my ego. So sometimes I will cuss a motherfucker out. It feels good. (laughs) And that's okay. One of my favorite philosophers is Osho. I think at this point I've read or listened to all of his lectures. And every time I had mentioned him to people, they would say, oh, he was this and he had this commune and didn't like a bunch. Didn't he try to like kill people or like poison the water or something like that? And my response to that is, uh, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, from what I read about it, none of us were there. There's like two opposing stories what happened it seems like the people he was surrounded with there was this one lady that was kind of shady and he was just like such a like non-judgmental person that he like just was like not able to see her for what she was kind of thing and she was just a little too uh intense with her passion uh, <laughs> to share his message and he he spoke on it after the fact but that said do i throw away all of his insight and all of his wisdom and all of his his lectures because of that. Now, data is data. I am not the one. <laughs> no. You know, take the good with the bad. Everybody is dual here. This is not heaven, guys. I, I don't know 
if you guys missed the memo, but this is not heaven. I'm not saying this is hell, but this is not heaven. There is a great courses on Frederick Nietzsche that I would strongly recommend. Another book that I have read this week. The title is The Will to Power. It's a great courses by uh, Kath- Kathleen somebody. The font is really small and I don't want to click on it. Uh, <laughs> I would suggest that you will check that out, the lectures out. Um, particularly the later chapters where he discusses slave mentality, um, slave versus master mentality. Uh, the, the, the professors do an amazing job. Um, I've only read Eche Omo so far, which is not a good book to start with. <laughs> if you're trying to read, uh, Nietzsche, a uh, terrible book to start with, um, I would recommend that you start with this great courses if you're interested in Nietzsche at all. In the later chapters where he, where the authors, she and he, are discussing slave mentality is mind-expanding stuff. You see, we have to be mindful of how we elevate authority figures. They don't deserve our elevation. They don't deserve our respect. These are power-crazy assholes who feel like it's their right to tell us how to live our fucking lives. They're not chosen by God, right? This is how kings had ruled for ages. They say, oh, they're, they were chosen by gods or they're representation of God. Okay, cool. You're just some fucking dude with a lot of money and weapons uh, and you're bullying people into subservience but you're a human being who shits and pees like the rest of us sits on your bony ass like the rest of us you cannot levitate you cannot fly you cannot summon angels you're just like us you're just in a fancy outfit and now I'm supposed to venerate you fuck you You don't have the right to tell me how to live. No one has the right to tell you how to live. No one has the right to tell you how to live. If you're not hurting anybody, no one has the right to tell you how to live. That's really, all of these laws that we're just getting increasingly shoved up our asses are unnecessary. We need one law, do no harm. One law, that's it. Do no harm. And hold everybody accountable to that. From the individual to corporations. All this bull... Everything else is bullshit. Right? Some of the most harmful entities on this planet are corporations. And they just do shit three steps ahead of the law. Before the law can come through. Kind of stop whatever it is that they're doing. And they do that shit intentionally. Because they know, you know, bureaucracy is slow. If you only had the one law, and they're, and you can say, look, this company is being harmful. You're harming the planet. 
You're harming people, right? Pharmaceutical company, you're harming people. Okay. Go to jail. <laughs> right? You're harming the environment. Okay. Go to jail. Just one law. Do no harm. Everything else is bullshit. Nietzsche talked about how the idea of morality, in particular in the Bible, came along, came along and it was born out of when the Israelites, uh, the Jewish people, were slaves. And what they did was they looked to those who were their masters, who were rich, who lived life the way they wanted to live, right? They were not monogamous, for example, um, just ruled themselves. And they looked at them and decided that, okay, well, we have no rights, but we do have the about the ability to judge and say that the behavior of the masters are immoral. And because we are better than them. So it was like a weird sort of reverse psychology thing where even though they were slaves, they wanted to feel better about themselves. So they like flipped the narrative. And then they just basically said that everything that their masters were doing was like immoral. But the problem is that everything that masters were doing were basically things that like a human being would normally do anyway. Right? Like seeking wealth became money is the root of all evil. Okay. Or consuming alcohol, which I, I don't consume alcohol. Um, but that became, oh, okay, you're drinking alcohol to excess, that's a sin. Um, which is what, that was what the masters did. Or, you know, gluttony, right? They would consume food. This was like the ancient uh, Romans and Greeks and things like that. Um, so then that was a sin. Um, but a lot of what was labeled sin was things that your the the sort of quote animal nature instinctively did, right? The animal side of yourself, right? Instinctively did. Lust. That is natural. Lust is fucking natural. But that's now it's a sin. So anything that you would naturally do, any behavior that you would naturally exert became immoral. And it was almost like, well, they couldn't do it because they were slaves. So it's like, well, I can't do it, so I don't want to do it anyway. And in fact, you're going to hell because you're doing that. And my God is more powerful than your God, and he will punish you for living this kind of natural life. And that's where morality came from. If you actually sit and ask yourself how we define, you know, what is moral and what is immoral, right? Anything having to do with sex, anything having to do with eating, right? Or consuming, right? Think about all the things that the Bible, for example, says you cannot eat. Things that you like wearing makeup, uh, <laughs> like there's there's a lot of rules that people aren't aware of that they're violating all the time and, and they consider themselves Christian and better than other people. But if you actually look at the 
book of law, that is the Old Testament, uh, there's a lot of shit in there <laughs> that Christians are violating on a daily basis. And it's there for this exact reason that Nietzsche took and broke down. But you're not a slave. And they're no longer slaves. But the mentality is stuck. So much so that now, just being a human being is sinful. The fact, fact that we're taught that a baby is born with a dirty soul is fucked up. I remember I had a pastor who told me I'd lost my little sister when I was 10 years old. She was five. And I spoke with a pastor about it like years later. She like when I was like 14, 15. And I said, you know, she was never born again. And he looked me in my heart and said, she's in hell. The Bible makes no distinction against it. If you don't, if you're not born again, you haven't called upon name of the Lord Jesus, you will go to hell. Look me dead in the face and said that. That a dead child, a five-year-old, is now burning forever in the lakes of hell. And he did not think that there was anything wrong with what he said. His mind is infected. When I go back to Civilized to Death, read that. The reason why I want you to read that is because I need you to understand what he says. And what he says repeatedly, and he provides the data, he backs it up with the data, is that human beings by nature are good. The fact that we've been led to believe that we are not is just another layer of control, another system of control. Human beings are generally good. You're not born with sin to, you can govern yourself. You know what's right and what is wrong. And what Nietzsche, or what they discuss in that Will to Power lecture, is that when you're, it's the same thing that Dostoevsky talked about. When you're that controlled, you have all of these rules, you can't do this, you can't do that, eventually something's going to fucking give. And you're going to be like, fuck, and you're going to fuck up. And then guilt is going to come in, which is another issue that uh, Nietzsche had with the, with the issue of guilt. Guilt is you feeling terrible for <laughs> existing, right? I'm not speaking about people who, like, intentionally harm people. I'm not saying, like, don't, you know, like... But when, when things happen that are beyond your control, or you indulge yourself in a way, or you, you lose control of the, the animal side of yourself, your ego... Is it fair that you should feel guilty on top of that? Is that 
where is the guilt coming from? It's coming from the fact that you've been programmed to believe certain behaviors are inherently evil. And here's the thing, if you were raised in a different society, for example, a society where it was polyamorous, you wouldn't feel guilty, right? Or in a society where people would like consume food and then throw it up, would you feel guilty? I'm not saying bulimia is a good thing. Okay, what I'm talking about is like the vomitoriums or whatever, which has some people have argued were not a thing, but it was part of a culture. I don't know if it's true or not, um, but I was taught that it was part of a culture that I believe the Romans, they would like consume a lot of food and then they would throw it up. And to them, that was not immoral. So morality changes depending on the culture that you're in and the time that you're in and you need to be aware of that because are you allowing something to control your life that you think is something that is sort of like universal or is it something that has been imposed on you when you were a child and had no defenses against it which is what i talked about in the previous episode the whole matrix thing you don't need anybody to govern you you know not to be a dick Anybody that's trying to tell you how to live wants to control you. And the problem with that is that if you have too many things trying to control your behavior, eventually you will do something chaotic. And the only person that that will end up hurting is yourself. This happens over and over and over again. What I'm saying is take it easy a little bit. Give yourself some slack. To be a fucking human being and not have to feel like you have to be perfect all the time and say the right things all the time and do the right things all the time. And also, give other people a fucking break. And un- like it, you, that you need to get it in your head. I know that we say all the time no one's perfect, but like, really let that sink in. You're not perfect, neither are them. And they're, the more civilized we get, the more chaotic and violent things will become. Because you're suppressing things that should not be suppressed. I'm not the only one who is saying this. These are facts. There's another book that I read uh, on willpower. Let me see if I can pull it up before I head out. Um... The author talks about if you spend too much time trying to essentially control everything, eventually, you got to get this like snapback. I believe it's called The Willpower Instinct by Kelly McGonigal. So bear that in mind. Try to live a more natural life. Being civilized in control is not natural. Turn on the TV if you want to see what civilization is. Civilization is getting up, putting up, you know, your dress shoes on and a skirt, a button up, 
you know, tie, driving to work, sitting in traffic, knowing damn well you could have done this shit at home, <laughs> sitting in a cubicle, surrounded by people you don't really like, turning around, listening to your 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 colleague talking about shit that you don't care about, but you can't say, look, I, I don't give a fuck. So you have to just sit there and listen, right? Just being polite all the time. That's civilization, yeah? You get, get, get to your car, sit in traffic, get home, change, turn on the TV, eat takeout, take a shower, brush your teeth, go to sleep, do it all again for like 30, 40 years. Yeah, that, that's madness. That's civilization, being in control all the time. And then every once in a while, you get that chaos where you just, you're not conscious of what you're doing. You just unconsciously do some shit that fucks your shit up. (laughs) You blow your life up. They call it midlife crisis or seven year itch, whatever the fuck, right? But it's, I keep thinking of Bill Clinton Right? Like why why you you're president, like you wanted to do this your whole entire life. You you really needed your dick sucked that much <laughs> at that moment. Like you couldn't like you really. But in the book The Willpower Instinct, I believe the author even talked about that. It was like, yeah, when you're when you are in control all the time like that, like that tends to happen. It happens a lot. You you see this even like pay attention. You'll see like a lot of people who Jeff Bezos is one. Like, his life was fine, right? We had a lot of respect for him. And then, boom, this dude's sending, like, dick shots to, like, random women. Like, wait, what? what is wrong with you, dude? Like, but that's that's what happens. So either you control the chaos, either you control the moment of chaos and allow yourself some wiggle room, some breathing room, or the chaos will control you, right? The the ego will kind of pull out. The animal side of you will will cause you to act irrationally. Okay, I'm going to end with this. This is notes from the underground, Dostoevsky. And yet we all know that those very people... Oh, wait, hold on. There are continuous, they are continually turning up in life moral and rational persons, sages and lovers of humanity, who make it their object to live their lives as morally and rationally as possible, to be the light to their neighbors, simply in order to show them that it is possible to live morally and rationally in this world. And yet, we all know that those very people, sooner or later, have been known to behave in a manner that contradicts their uh, carefully presented image if simply in order to prove to themselves that they have some freedom, even a freedom to do what is unreasonable, to prove to themselves that they are not keys of a piano. Like I'm sure as I'm reading this, you are thinking of people who have like literally like politicians, pastors, whatever the fuck, right? These people who present this image, right? That 
they're, you know, they're better than the rest of us, right? Like there's some sort of pillar of uh, humanity, right? Like that they, they, they deserve to lead you, right? Look at us, we're the light of the world, right? And then they, you, you, they get caught doing something shady and then you're like, wow, this is what Dostoevsky is talking about. This is what Nietzsche is talking about. Um, Schopenhauer to an extent, um, and me, um, it's what I'm trying to talk about as well and others. So yeah, check out civilized to death, Christopher Ryan. Very interesting read. If you like the book Ishmael, this is a sort of a good continuation on that. Um, I would read Ishmael as well, but really check out, check out civilized to death. All right, guys, I got to rest. I've been talking for a while. Um, I'll try to record another episode early next week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe.